Hi, Esther. Holly. What? What the Mercury retrograde is going on? Oh my what God, happened to I you? Know. <laughs> I Mercury retrograde hit me really, really, really hard. And I know that people often feel that way, but I literally got injured. Like I can't move at all. Talk about having to slow down. Yeah. You retrograded too hard retrograded and now so you are being forced to relax. Right. I know. So all of the advice for Mercury retrograde periods are like, you know, take things slow, you know, really use your like logic and reason to get through contracts and, you know, be gracious to yourself and others. And then like literally the first day of it, I was walking back and she was pulling super hard and I stepped weird on a giant seed pod. I don't know if you've ever seen these because I'm not sure if they if they have them in the South, but they're like seed pods that are the size of golf balls and really spiky. Oh, the walnuts. Are they walnuts? I'm not sure. Maybe that would actually explain it because they're or very... chestnuts. Chestnuts or walnuts are inside or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, I stepped on one of those wrong. Totally, totally face planted, like in the middle of a neighborhood, oh. flashed the whole neighborhood. But more importantly than flashing the whole neighborhood, because you're welcome neighborhood. I <laughs> twisted my ankle so badly that I really thought that I was going to have to like call 911. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Matt oh. was so sweet. Initially she came and she loved on me while I was like laying on the ground and she licked my face. And then the minute that I got my bearings enough to stand up and start walking the quarter mile home, I wasn't like that far away from home, but still she started pulling again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get home fast, mom. You're was, injured, mom. Let's get home really, really I fast. I was oh my like, gosh. You're so mean. Don't you, can't you tell that I can't oh. walk? <laughs> So anyway, yesterday I missed work completely. Like I just didn't even go in because I couldn't walk. Like I couldn't get ready. Oh my gosh. Um, but today I made it downstairs to do this recording and I'm optimistic that I can at least be at work for part of the day. <sighs> but talk about like being forced to slow down. Mm-hmm. Like there is no more of a reminder that you have to think things through and move slowly than literally having to move slowly and think about every single move you make. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Holly, you were just a lesson for both of all of us this I, week. Seriously, so be careful. <laughs> for both of out us, there. obviously. All of us. It's dangerous out there, people. It's, <laughs> I know. And I've never been somebody who's like, I'm totally scared. I've always been the person who's like, I'm just going to be really kind to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take it so easy. But now I'm a little bit scared. Yeah. <laughs> Mercury just came really hard at you this month <laughs> for this cycle. And thank God that you have had experience with weird ankle things with your mom. And then also Nathan has broken both of his ankles when he was a little kid. Like at the same time? No, he broke one. I think he was in high school. He broke one and then it healed over the course of several months. Okay. And then the minute he got his cast off, he broke the other. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that is off the worst. <laughs> but at least he's experienced as well. He knows yeah, what to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so between you and him being like, this is what it would be more like if something were actually broken. And then also now it feeling progressively better. I'm like pretty sure he yeah. didn't actually break my ankle. That's which, good. Thank goodness. Cause that would have been so frustrating. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know for, for weeks and weeks with a cast. Ugh, yeah. I just can't, I just can't even think about it. So have you broken any bones as an adult? I have never broke. Okay. I've probably broken some toes, but nothing like significant. Even as a kid, I ne- I've never had a broken bone. Whoa. Because well, and even though I like, we played it outside as kids and stuff and we kind of played like hard. I was always like the logical, cautious one, like always (laughs) 
in my brain, like Sherlock Holmes, okay, if, if I do this, then it's going to cause this reaction or it could cause this reaction. So it's like, <laughs> I've kept myself from breaking stuff pretty safe, pretty easily. But, and also as the eld- eldest child of six kids, you always just be like the mom. So you, yeah. you don't always participate in those things either. So. Yeah. Well, I guess so, yeah. there are upsides and downsides to that, but the exactly. upside is not breaking No bone. broken bones. Yeah. No <laughs> hospital visits. I hope you'll heal soon and quickly and I can feel it. Whole. I can feel it healing. Yes. <laughs> the new moon is coming to wash everything away. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the other thing is that I always feel so peaceful and relaxed during the new moon that I know. it makes it like injuries feel less severe. <laughs> <laughs> With the full mood, you'd just be, you'd just be like a werewolf, like, oh, get this off me. I, <laughs> I would just freak out. The worst. The worst. It's your turn this week, it even though I'm shuffling. This week. What card do we need to see today? Uh, 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 six of Wands. Ooh, right? victory. Yeah, that is the Six of Wands. <laughs> I almost started with a Christian hymn because there's a Christian hymn called Victory in Jesus. So all of a sudden I said victory. I was like, victory oh, wait, wait, pull it back. Pull it back, pull it back. <laughs> so the Six of Wands is like about, yeah, victory, homecoming, celebration. And I guess, like, in this context, probably a level of pride and, like, comfort. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, everything is going to be okay sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and just, like, just even just basic accomplishment where you have accomplished coming down the stairs this morning. Yeah, I made it here to do (laughs) this You've made it. You're victorious (laughs) in your physical capabilities today. You've done it. So... (laughs) So you've already won the the day. That's the one thing I achieve. Good job, Holly. (laughs) Your achievement for the day has been done. Yeah. So. (laughs) It's it's 5.30. I made it downstairs. I'm good. (laughs) You didn't fall on your face again. You're great. You get 10 out of 10. (laughs) 10 out of 10. All right. I'm going to go back to bed then. You can handle it from here, right? (laughs) Yeah, I I got it. I can talk to myself for a whole hour. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (sighs) But also, like, just, just, like, victory with our podcast, because we're just, like doing lots of stuff lately, making plans for the future and kind of overcoming some goals and obstacles. So I think that's yeah, totally. kind of indicative of what we've been doing. So woohoo! Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> our first question is from our friend, Ariel. How do I best go about getting over this endless singleton, unsexy slump? All right. Worded easily. Unsexy. I know. It's yeah. Nice. Question. Do you want to just well, pull for that one. and then kind of go from there? Yes. We'll pull for the how. To get over. Yeah, exactly. And then we can do why. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I feeling this way? So first we have. I didn't ask you to tell me why. (laughs) Okay. Well, sometimes we're just nosy bitches. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I pulled two cards for that because duh. What did you get? Um... The how is the eight of wands. So, of course, it has to happen right now. Like, the eight of wands is always like, do it now. If you don't do it now, you're going to screw it up. Yeah. And... Temperance is what I got as well. Wow, we got kind of really different things for that because I got the two of wands and the four of wands. Oh. So mine is like planning and celebration and yours is like... Do it now. Do it now, but don't be crazy. Yeah. 
Huh. But I don't think that's really like they're opposites. I think yeah, that they're they not could, opposites. That's a good point. like blend together. And how many? What you got the two of wands, four of wands? Because I got yeah. the eight of wands, so three wands. That's interesting. But I think that maybe that lends itself to why or to you know why you're yeah. in this zone because if the how is both like well okay so the other thing though is that the two of wands is about forward facing, but maybe it's saying that your cards like you know. Do something now, but be rational about it. Like make a little bit more of like a safe choice now, but then also keep your mind on like celebration and joyfulness for later. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't get too wrapped up in the next thing you do that gets you out of the slump. Kind of like both do something in the intermediate time to feel better, Mm -hmm. but then also look forward and look outside of yourself and look like towards the future of four of wands, you know, joyful, joyful and celebration time. Yeah. Celebration. Cause of course the four of wands is like the wedding relationship implied in there. So yeah, totally just part itself. Totally. So yeah, it's, it's not that your how to get out of it would be do, of course doing just, actions. Yeah. Like bump yourself out of it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like snap out of it, Ariel. <laughs> Should we do why you're feeling that way? And maybe what's in yeah. standing in your way of that moving forward? Yes. Do you want to do why you're feeling that way? I can do why. Okay. Why, why, why? <laughs> why does Ariel feel this way? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would just have you, like, guess. I will give you five cho- choices to guess what card. But you probably go within the first three. But she got the four of cups for why she's feeling this way. <laughs> So, I mean, no one's surprised. If you listen to the ep- the bonus episode with Katie, the Four of Cups came up for that one, too. So I feel yeah. like it's one of those cards that's just common. Yeah. Coming up for when you're just feeling like, huh, I don't like these cups. I don't yeah. know what cup to look for. <laughs> yeah. These cups are boring cups. You know, I'm not interested so. in these ones. Why won't anyone give me more cups? Like, swipe left on these cups. Okay. Or swipe right. I, I've never used Tinder, so I don't know which way to swipe. Sorry. I, I always feel like such an idiot because that seems like such a pop culture thing, but I guess every single time I say it. <laughs> I still don't know. It's a mystery. That makes us sound like such old ladies. We're like, I don't know. It, it can never be solved, this mystery. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. so for the the why, it's just you're just feeling, yeah. But that's, that's another fun. good point is that the eight of wands showing as like the next step would be like mm-hmm. when you figure out what cup that is. I mean, kind of similar to what I was talking about with my sister. Like when you figure out what cup that is, go after go that for the cup. cup. Yeah. Yeah. Grab like, the cup. Yeah. Think that that might also be a disappointing cup. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. temperance is also funny in that context because the temperance card has somebody pouring from one cup to the other. Mm-hmm. And if you find that, fourth cup if you like recognize that fourth cup then you can use that to help fill your own cup so finding yeah. like some option that you're not really seeing and then just going for it and like taking some of that enthusiasm and emotion or whatever and using that to fill your own cup in the short term like utilize that temperance would make a lot of sense yeah and temperance but- has two cups so of course, two of cups is good communication. And yeah, exactly. Good fun time, so. Okay, and then for what's standing in their way of moving forward is justice and the seven of wands. Oh. And so I think that that really relates to a four of cups a lot because if you're so focused on the rational, like right and wrong, like I've been wronged, there was conflict, and I was the person who suffered due to it or whatever, mm-hmm. or had to get really defensive or closed off because of this conflict. 
uh, or because of this right or wrong situation, then that would kind of make a lot of sense that that would be something that would be standing in your way. It's like if you're sort of more focused on ways in which you have to protect yourself and do the right thing or do, you know, you know, Oh, Jesus. What am I talking about? <laughs> You're fine. Fucking Mercury. That's <laughs> true. I have a whole entire thought in my head. It's not like I just blanked out. I just could not get it to come out of my mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to go so oh. easy on ourselves about this. Okay. So <laughs> I am so nervous about going back to work today. <laughs> okay. It'll be okay. It's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> We got this. It's okay. We're almost done with this podcast. It's We're good. Fine. Oh my God. So anyway, um, yeah, but I think that the, the combination of justice and the seven of wands is saying like, what's standing in your way is being too wrapped up on like how defensive you feel about mm-hmm. maybe a past situation where you had to sort of say like, this is wrong and I need to be not part of it or whatever. And I would even say it may also re- be referring like in a literal manner matter there we go. Manner. Oh yeah. Are you going because, to divorce? Yeah. Like if there's like a law, legal matter involved where yeah. that's, that's put you physically like on the defensive at all times, like yeah, moving totally. past that is Good really call. difficult. And so I don't know if that's the case, but whatever it's come up for me in the past, it's always been literal. Yeah, so. that's true. And I think that the justice and seven of wands pair is like perfect for kind of like a breakup that then involves legal proceedings. Like that's kind of the exact, those exact cards make a lot of sense. Yeah. So no wonder you're feeling like I don't want any of these cups or even wanting to try any of these cups because you're having all these feelings of that you've experienced before. And it's kind of like trained you to respond that way. Yeah, totally. So find that cup, (laughs) find (laughs) that fourth cup that's being offered and then eight of wands it. Yeah, go for it. Grab it. And you and you can even think of it in like a selfish way. Like I need to find that fourth cup because me as temperance needs to steal from it. Like I need to take some of that energy from that fourth cup. Go for it. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You got to figure out ways to fill up your own cup. There's nothing wrong with filling your own cup with somebody else's cup. (laughs) Just don't like steal it from them. But yeah, you have to give it back to them with at least some. (laughs) Although don't be like that person who leaves like the orange juice with like half of an inch of orange juice in the fridge. Oh, please don't. There, I left you some orange juice. Why are you so mad? (laughs) It's just a metaphor for this whole thing, really, if you think about it. It's true. We are we are such like one inch orange juices today. I know, seriously. <laughs> We're doing it though. Our second question is from our friend Caitlin and Caitlin says, I've been really focused on my spiritual and mental slash emotional journey as of late, working on identifying my emotions and the reasons behind them and then treating everyone, including myself with kindness. But I'm having a hard time with feeling like I'm actually making progress, even when I'm told by people who know me that I am. It doesn't help that my husband doesn't seem to notice my progress. So I guess my question is a two-part one. What can I do to actually feel like I'm accomplishing my goals? And how can I better communicate what I need from my husband as I continue with my journey? Okay, before we like parse the questions, I want to say Holly posted like an amazing thing last week about the Capricorn moon making us all fucked up because we're always comparing ourselves <laughs> to other people and not giving ourselves like our own accomplishments or whatever. So especially if you're not in the Facebook Capricorn group, moon. <laughs> especially like it was crazy last week. I was not myself because of this moon and I was just crazy. So it was just it was not good. Were you a lunatic? Ooh. Uh. <laughs> Ooh. 
I was howling with anger. Okay, like, we can't. We can't. We can't do this. We can't do this because <laughs> I will go, go on forever with puns. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast will turn to a pun podcast, and this yeah. not gonna, that's not what our well, listeners. That's our want. other podcast. It's the one where we just speak in puns. <laughs> the it's the lowest time. form of humor, but we both love it the most. <laughs> it's the truth. So just give yourself a break. Like, don't compare, especially when you compare yourself against other people. It just doesn't do you any good. So yeah. that's what I'm going to start with. Is Saying that, especially the past few weeks, it's just been really hard seeing progress in others and then you thinking about yourself and comparing yourself against them. So I'm speaking into that right now and then we can do the reading. (laughs) Just a quick moon reminder. (laughs) A moon reminder. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. but it's totally true. And I think that that's like part of your own spiritual growth is like, and that's one of the reasons why some people really adhere to intention setting with the moon cycle, because the entire waning moon cycle, you should be taking a step back to assess how far Mm -hmm. you've come to redirect yourself with the new moon and like the waxing, you know, all of that, like you should be allowing yourself some time of reflecting back because that makes it so that each month you're thinking, what have I gotten better at handling yeah. this month? Yeah. And I know that not everyone works with the moon in that way, but I found that that was really helpful for me to like, even that's why I do the moon minute every once in a while, because it's always when I'm having this really out of character reaction yeah. to something. And then I look and I'm like, Oh my God, of course that's why this is happening. And I know that it doesn't connect with everyone in the same way, but I do think that like, if you are not it with any goal setting, if you're not taking time to reassess where you came from, then you're going to be missing out on a lot. And that's even just from like a business mm-hmm, perspective, yeah. like not even just with personal growth. Like there's always a component of any goal setting where you have to think about how far you've come. Yeah. So I think that that's like our rational advice and we can also, pull oh, yes, cards for it, but just like from our own experiences, it's been a hard few weeks. So don't, don't be too hard on yourself for where you've come from because people around you yeah. see where you've come from and they're very encouraging to you. So like allow yourself to ex- accept that love from them and allow yeah. yourself to love yourself through that. Yeah. So totally. And it's like with any minor changes, sometimes the people that you live with and that see you every single day don't notice that stuff the way that people who see you less frequently do. And so I think that it makes sense that there might be like in a partnership, the person that you share a bed with every single night is not going to notice how much more like calm and peaceful you are. In times yeah. Of crisis. And, and well, honestly, like <laughs> our husbands aren't into the whole like Taro thing anyway. The, well, at least mine isn't like, he knows it exists, yeah. but it's not like he's always asking me for an update about how my spiritual development is going, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Caitlin has two questions essentially. Yeah. Do you want to take the first one and then I can take the second one? Okay. I wrote the questions down separately so I could find my face. Okay. Let's see. What I not really find my face. <laughs> find that face. <laughs> find my face. <laughs> so, what can she do to feel like she's accomplishing her goals? Ooh, that's really like practical. Let's see what these. Yeah. Are. Okay, I have, I'm going to pull a couple because I think just one is not going to be sufficient. Yeah, I mean, you know me. <laughs> Do you want to guess how many cards I pulled out? I'm going to, I'm going to guess five. No, only three. Only three? I, I drew three. Okay. So, wow, you did much better. Well, I, here I'm expecting you to pull like compendium of constellations out from your little nook. I'm expecting you to do inner star oracle to close out the reading. I mean, <laughs> I'm not that quite off base. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so for what she can do to feel like she's accomplishing her goals, I first drew the fool. And of course, just like 
The Fool, of course, we know is like the adventurous side, but I also yeah. feel like The Fool is also like embracing what's coming your way. Yeah. And like full wholeheartedly like running towards it. Totally. And then the Knight of Wands and the, the Knight of Wands is like, to me, he's like a more, how do I say it? A more foolish version of the fool where he just like <laughs> runs in like face first and doesn't think about what he's doing in yeah. a sense. Like he's just really passionate about it. And he's like, yeah, let's do this. Go, go, go. Yeah. And then I got the Six of Pentacles and the Six of Pentacles, I think would be in this context, being gracious to yourself being kind to yourself and realizing, like, accepting that of yourself. Like, if it makes any sense. I, I yeah, feel like no, I'm not making sense. Yeah, no, that totally makes okay. sense. Because it's kind of like what we were talking about with the moon cycle thing. Like, you, it's not, it's not about just rushing forward through growth. There also mm-hmm. has to be an element of, like, like looking at how much you've given yourself almost. Like, mm-hmm. that's where the six yeah. of pentacles would be. Look at, look at all of the skills and graciousness you have been able to give to yourself and others Mm -hmm. rather than just like rushing forward with your sword out being like, we're going to do this thing. Be like, okay. But then also how much have I given of myself to others and kind of like tracking that because it's a physical thing. And with, with the fool, it's definitely pointing that this is a good and beneficial thing for you to yeah, keep doing. Totally, it's not totally. like saying like, stop doing this. You know, you're, this is, you're on the wrong track. It's definitely more of like, keep jumping off these cliffs. Keep yeah. like exploring yourself. Keep doing what you're doing, especially with the night compared, you know, com- compared. No. <laughs> Contrasted. No. Not married. Combined. Combined. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Combined, thank you. Oh, girl, you're losing so much more English when in this retrograde. This retrograde is just taking, and the pollution, I'll just keep, let's keep going. Okay, so with the fool combined with the wand, there's just a lot of energy going on here that to move forward and keep doing what you're doing. So I think with this whole thing, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just accepting and recognizing what you've accomplished. Yeah. And instead of like closing yourself off to that, just opening up and just being like, Oh yeah, I have done this. Yeah. Or, yeah. Totally. Or what they're, what they're saying about me is right. Like yeah. accepting well, those words. Another interesting component of the six of pentacles. It's, it's, is that it's like, Jesus Christ, we're both doing this What's wrong <laughs> with our voices. And the other thing about the six of pentacles is that it's like, you can't get to the place where you're giving of yourself without assessing how much you have to give. Ooh, deep. thank you it's true though because like the only reason that the six of pentacles person can give of themselves to other people is because they know how much they have yeah and so that kind of goes back to the assessment process of moving forward and how you can't freely give until you're done assessing or until you've gotten involved with assessing and so i feel like that is kind of going along with the rushing forward like you're on the right path but then also make sure that you're assessing how much you have to give. Yeah. And what did you get for her second question? So the second question is, how can I better communicate what I need from my husband as I continue with my journey? And I got death, the page of swords and the magician. Oh, in wow. That order. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of saying, sorry, it's, it's hard to give people advice like this, I think, because I feel like it's kind of saying to sort of stop, like, stop trying to communicate your needs right now. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, keep moving forward with enthusiasm because that's where the page of swords comes into play. I think that that also aligns really nicely with the knight of swords that you pulled. Yeah. But it's kind of like harness that enthusiasm and keep moving forward and exploring and thinking about things in new ways and all of that. And then you can sort of manifest all of this change outwardly. And that's where he'll like kind of get what's going on. Yeah. Like it's not working to just tell him like, look, here's what I'm dealing with and here's what I need from you. If he feels dismissive about it, which is kind of the impression that I'm getting. So Mm -hmm. saying I'm going to stop communicating every step of this journey and let the enthusiasm and like action of moving forward show itself in every part of my being Mm -hmm. like that magician manifestation creation energy. Like once you can point to, well, or show, I guess this is everything that I've done and accomplished this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on around us. Like, look at how great everything is working because mm-hmm. of my enthusiasm about this. That it isn't about like communicating every single step of the process, I guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Do you think that that sounds too nihilistic? Like, just no, I think because no, yeah, I think it's just the expectation too. like adjusting your expectation of how to communicate that with him. Like instead of like expecting like, Oh, when I tell him the minutia of what I've been doing, he's going to totally get understand. It's like changing the expectation to, okay, now we're, we're just going to deal with the outward expression of what's going on inside of me. And that will kind of help him understand what's going on instead of trying to explain it. Right. And I think that like both, both of us have, or at least I can speak for myself. Like my Nathan is not super interested in tarot. Like he does not read tarot, but I was telling him a story and I was like, and when did I even like get really into it? Like start doing it daily. And he had the exact day basically. He's like, Oh, it was mid December of of 2016 (laughs) when you like started buying decks all the time and like got really into it. And I was like, okay. So even though I feel like he does, not notice or care about any Mm -hmm. of this stuff he's like he's seen it all happen and understands how important it is even if he doesn't want to get involved Mm -hmm. and so I feel like I'm only worried that I'm sort of projecting that like I don't tell him the minutia of how every how all of my development is going but I've created an environment where I am sort of like living that yeah and that he can sense and with my journey, I'd spoke nothing. Like it was like a secret to almost everybody, even including at my time, the boyfriend who I was living with, you know, so now I'm my husband. And just because I wasn't sure about how I like what I believed, what I was ex- experiencing. So I just had to cut it hush, hush. Yeah. And then when he kind of saw like, oh, this is interesting, like stuff's going on. I mean, Taro Duck showing up on my door like three times a week didn't help that secret. <laughs> <laughs> but you know but at, very I, subtle <laughs> yeah exactly but at first he would poke fun at me for it like oh you know like little comments and stuff and but at the same time like he sees the value in that through the outer expression of what's yeah, happened yeah. like and me being more open and less stressed i mean just like comparatively like that's what's helped a lot. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to claim to not be stressed. I, I will claim to be less stressed. <laughs> less stressed than how it used to be. Well, and so the card that was at the bottom of the deck when I just Ooh. flipped it over was the three of cups. And I feel like that's kind of encouraging you, Caitlin, to like find other people to have that community with and that yes. excitement about your growth with. That can, and I mean, that's kind of what we experienced with each other. Like mm-hmm. we found each other and were able to celebrate all of those steps. And then 
we didn't ha- I didn't feel like I needed to have Nathan be the one to say like, wow, it's, it's amazing how well you're handling that yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Cause you had, I got that from other people in a community that I found for myself sort of yeah. thing. So it's not yeah. saying like, keep all of your growth to yourself. It's just saying like, maybe don't, if you're not getting what you need from him in reaction to your growth, don't feel like you need to try to get him on board. Just allow that enthusiasm to move you forward. And then you'll start living in this way that feels better and less like you're in conflict with him. Yeah. And I just noticed something that the fool is a card that's alone. Like this journey is a, like an alone journey for you to go on. You don't need to bring him with you on this journey by you because he has his own journey too. So exactly. And sometimes watching other people go on their journey, like subconsciously helps you start on yours. Mm -hmm. So I don't even think that you need to, I mean, I always joke that I'm such a tarot evangelist, but I don't even think that you really need to like share that with others. If you're not comfortable with it, we know that we have a ton of friends in this community who their family members and loved ones don't know that they're doing this. We also have plenty of people who totally are completely out in the open, but oh yeah. You know, like you don't need it to be something that everyone is on board for until you're really ready for it. So maybe once you start, oh, that's also the other component of this being asked together. Once you feel more like the magician, like you're creating, like you've seen how far you've come, you've gone through that process um, with the question you answered, Esther, and now yeah. you're feeling more magician-like, that's when it's... It clicks. Yeah, yeah, it kind of clicks and it's more out in the open and maybe he'll understand a little bit better without you kind of trying to explain it to him like as you're going through it. Like right. just allow the enthusiasm to carry you forward rather than the support. And then yeah. the support can come later once you're a little bit more established. And you can find the support in other ways, like the Instagram community for tarot can be really, really, really supportive. We have people Mm -hmm. posting in our groups about sort of emotional and spiritual development and how it relates to tarot. So there's a lot of communities in the internet (laughs) (laughs) that will be there for every single step and all of those enthusiastic moments that don't necessarily like that are all, I guess that are also on that same journey. So like we all yeah. want to talk about it all the time because we're so excited about our own growth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or so terrified by our own growth. Ter- terrified. <laughs> okay. Come, we're going we're moving forward. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this week, we're talking about the animal spirit Oracle from the wild unknown. Here's what the creator says about the deck. The time has come introducing the wild unknown animal spirit deck. 63 cards filled with powerful animal archetypes from realms both natural and mystical. Structured by the five yogic elements that make up all living things, earth, water, fire, air, and ether. Not Esther. I Not did Esther. Think it was Esther. <laughs> it is I, the last one. <laughs> the last yogic element. <laughs> it's just a portrait of your face. My face. My face is on the cards, like all of them. Okay. <laughs> Here you'll find creatures that roam the field and forest, swim in the oceans and rivers, inhabit deserts and grasslands, and soar through the sky. The ether suit holds the seven spirit cards and represents the seven chakras of the subtle body. Subtle body? That's what it said. Okay. (laughs) My body's not very subtle, but... (laughs) Mine isn't either. It's like we're going to give out completely on the... Pull a card a day or dive deeper with a more complex spread. Add the cards to your tarot practice to bring clarity and nuance to your readings. Use the deck for self reflection as an oracle for inspiration. 
The natural world beckons our attention and reflection with a voice more powerful than ever, and our need is for its deep and granted wisdom has never been stronger. Reawaken the magic. Invite the wilderness in. Welcome to the wild, unknown animal spirit. Okay, so I think before we get to the parameters, we have two separate editions of this deck. We do. Tell me about yours. Mine is sparkly. Yours is sparkly. (laughs) So yours was the mass market, right? Yeah, I I think that's really the only difference that I've kind of noticed was that mine's a little bit more like the... the, Well, okay, the only sparkly part is in the ether slash spirit section where the... Like there's a little circle that indicates that it's not... Okay, so on the card itself, it does Captain Planet, Earth, Wind, Fire... (laughs) <laughs> with a lot of water, water. Uh, I'm just saying okay <laughs> it has those symbols on the card itself and then for the ether suit it has a circle and yeah. the circle on mine is like embellished with like a sparkly thingy so how sparkly are we talking about like super oh, yeah, sparkly yeah yeah so mine also has metallic on the ether cards but it's kind of like a very like matte like oh it's okay super, yeah 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 mine's more obvious. defined yeah and then Ooh. also the box. So I have the indie version of one of my friends. Uh, I went to college in Oregon. And so I have a lot of friends who live in Portland. But one of my wonderful, wonderful friends, uh, Noelle, sent me this deck along with the guidebook. Because in the indie version, the guidebook that comes with the deck is like a piece of paper folded into six pieces. Oh, and so you have to, you had to buy the guidebook separately, which is a oh. lot more extensive. Yeah, yeah. So, the, like, I don't know if I'd totally be able to read it without the extended guidebook. So yeah. I was glad when she released the mass market that there was a guidebook in it. Yes, and the guidebook is very similar. If you have the Wild Unknown deck, it's very similar to that, just white instead of black. Yeah, I don't know that because I don't have that deck. But we're talking about it next week. Spoiler hey, hey. alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first uh, parameter is the general vibe and first impressions of the deck. How do you feel about this deck? Okay, I we're just going to do this a lot in this episode because you can't help but compare it to the Wild Unknown deck. It's yeah. like completely opposite of Wild Unknown, where the Wild oh, Unknown is okay. like, to me, I identify Wild Unknown as like dark, not necessarily like dark in spirit, but like the drawings are very like lines are everywhere. It's very dark coloring. Yeah. If it makes any sense. This one, she didn't go as heavy handed on the drawings in themselves. And so you can actually see the artwork like yeah. very vivid and very clear. So that's, that's one point. thing I like about the contrast and the card stock is about the same as the wild unknown deck. And so if you have that deck, you kind of have the same card stock and stuff, but I adore this deck so much. Yeah. I really like it too. The card stock is so incredible. It's very, very matte and silky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a super huge fan of that. The backs are really pretty. They're like reptile skin. Yes. Um, I love the elements that are on the cards. I love, love, love the elemental on the cards. Yeah. I do think that the elements make it way easier to kind of look at a little bit more intuitively, but I still really struggle with that. Like as far as what types of reading I use it for, I don't really use it in a spread. I almost always use it as like a meditation tool. So I started when I got this deck, I've been looking for like a daily spread for like eight months now. And I finally found one. And so I've been using this, both this deck in tandem with the Wild Unknown deck for the daily spread. And I'll use the Animal Oracle for the theme of the day. Like as oh, a, that's nice. Like a nice theme of the day. So I kind of get like an overview of kind of what to focus on, what things like that. And then I'll pull two cards from the Wild Unknown for like unexpected things that will happen and an expected thing that, will, that I know. 
So I think that they work really well together in that way. And I've just been, it works pretty well so far. I'm enjoying it. That's awesome. You should post that spread so that everyone can see it. Yeah. Yeah, I will. What a good way to do it. And also it's like reintroducing you back into the wild unknown. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of people buy that as their first deck, but like when you bought it, when you were still really new to tarot, it was kind of hard. Right. And we'll talk about that more probably next week. Next week. Yeah, totally. Okay. So yeah, I I think that I, I'm most comfortable with using it for one card at a time, but the more that I play around with it, the more I'm like a little bit more comfortable with the Mm -hmm. idea of going for it. I think that it's important to read through the booklet to kind of see, because there are so many different interpretations of animal spirit meetings. And our friend cosmic creeper on Instagram is really into animal medicine. And so she has like a ton of animal decks and even amongst just the animal decks that have come out in the last couple of years, there are all sorts of interpretations of it. So if you kind of read through the book and get more of a sense of like, Oh, this is, you know, the components of whatever that I yeah. should be aware of. That makes it a little bit easier to use it more flippantly. Not mm-hmm. flippantly. That sounds bad, Ca- but a little bit more casually. Yeah. Good call. And I do like the book also because it has a paragraph about like what about the, the attributes of the animal itself and yeah, kind of why it's that. like that, but also when in balance, blah, blah, blah. When out of balance, yes. blah, blah, blah. And to bring into balance. Like, so there's like three separate. So if you're kind of feeling funky in one way and if you want to bring that back into a balance then there's like a prescription here for that so I the book is really extensive and someone on Instagram also told me that the there's a pentacle spread on the website and I did it it was really really good like what does that mean what's a pentacle spread you separate the deck into the into the five elements and then you draw a card for each element and that will kind of so like and there's like it's really really cool you can do it with a tarot deck too but with this deck it was really like I love it's really really nice I'll link it in our Facebook group because it, like I would use that just for, I mean you could probably do it with almost any deck. So, but yeah, for this one it was really really nice. Oh, that's cool. I've never thought about that because you definitely would I mean it is helpful to talk about like you know fire and where you could be more active. Right. And, and if there's know, something like out of alignment, it's nice to know, oh hey, something in my fire area, my passions is not really good right now. <laughs> Like Mercury retrograde has hit me really hard in this area. So I need to fix this. So that's cool. Yeah, I would love to do that. That sounds really fun. We should put that in the group. So what are your favorite cards? Okay, so I hate you, Holly, because I'm having a Sophie's Choice this. Oh, no. Because I have, wait, one. You can have 15 if you want. (laughs) I could have 63 from this deck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's the whole deck. (laughs) Yeah, it's the whole deck. (laughs) I was like, Esther, we do not have time for that. (laughs) I know, no, no. Uh, so I picked six. Okay. But then I was like Sophie's choicing it. So I have, because of Sophie's choice, I went to the meetings in the book and I have four. Okay. So. Can, but tell us what the other two that didn't quite. Okay. The cut. ones that did not, they, they, they're beautiful, but didn't make the cut compared to the other ones are Cobra. And Cobra's is really, really pretty. Yeah, like Cobra's Cobra really is cool. Pretty. So red. Yeah. He's so red. And then Peacock. Okay. And I like the meaning, but it was just, it's compared to everyone else. Wait, can we pause really quickly? Because yes. that is the, one of the only flaws is that there's not any like index. In oh yeah. It's not alphabetical at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's separated by, um, suit, but it's still very, very hard to find yes. something. Yes. Uh, not very hard. I mean, you just have to flip through. Take a, it takes a minute page. for you to find something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. my only complaint. I wish that there was an index somewhere, but I guess it's good for meditation purposes to have to like, 
you know, go through all of the earth signs, and, you know, see everything else. <laughs> I, I still wish it was alphabetical. I mean, let's just be it honest. Be like, so be, just be helpful. <laughs> well, and it's good because it gets you into practicing all the other elemental signs and kind of like, yeah. oh, well, this one means earth and this one means air. But at the same time, it's like when you're trying to find a meaning, it's just not the best method. Exactly. You're totally right about that. So, yeah, I will start with, okay, so all of them are reptiles. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm not at all surprised by that. (laughs) First one, I really liked Frog because Frog is about self-care. He's so cute, but he's about self-care because he's always like in the water and in touch with himself. And sometimes he just doesn't have any protection around him. So he needs to take care of himself. And I just thought that was so sweet. That's adorable. So that was a meaning one. Meaning I liked. Yeah. And then the next one is that, well, the Frog is a uh, water sign. There we go. I was like, what does that one look like a cup? Water sign. Okay. (laughs) That's what I have to do. <laughs> looks I like an ice cream totally cone is a water sign. Okay. And then the next one is snake. I like this because, I mean, let's just. I love, love that snake. snake card. And it's an earth sign. I forget what he means. Probably change like all snakes transformation. <laughs> and then the next two are the ether, are two ether cards because I oh, just cool. can't get away from the sparklies. Okay. First, well, one is cosmic egg and I just love the drawing of the snake. I and love the, that card. So, so pretty. I think that all of my favorites are one. I mean, all uh, the ones of yours that I've liked the most are the ones that are more watercolory. Uh-huh. I yeah. Think that that's just like so, so effectively done. Yes. Like, especially like, I wish that kind of that wild unknown would be redone in this style because like instead of because in wild unknown all of these lines would be black but in here the lines are more watercolor style if it makes any sense no it totally does so i think that contrast is really that's what makes this artwork kind of pop more and it's more like easy on the eyes you can see the artwork yeah and my last and favorite card is sea serpent and i I just love love this card so the sea serpent is a serpent eating its own tail, which is like a really important symbol in a lot of more witchy traditions. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Yeah. So those, those are, are my four really good ones. Yeah. Those are mine. I'll probably put all six on the Instagram because you might as well. We only have one overlap. And that's oh, really? I also really liked the peacock, but I'll start with my, I'll just go through the book. I put them all in the book so I could remember what each of them meant. Because oh, that's good how idea. I'm sure of myself I am with this. Well, I didn't even mention it. So you're already like 20 <laughs> steps ahead of me. You're communicating so, well. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> so earthworm is my, Oh, I love that one. I just think that it's so pretty. The colors inside of the earthworm are um, like very watercolory in the whole rainbow. And it means reluctant to share inner vision. There's a little Ooh. bit of hesitancy there. And I like that it's not like an ugly earthworm either. Yeah. And I always, I mean, two of my favorite cards are earth cards. And I think that that is, doesn't surprise anyone with no. how much I am like a Taurus Capricorn person. Um, but I also really loved the deer. Oh, the deer was so pretty. The deer is the mother. It's graceful. Mm. It's intuitive. Um, it's loving. And I, so my hometown has a lot of deers. It's a really small town. And my parents had this house before they moved. We've heard all about that. (laughs) But the house up on the little meadow, there was a family of deer that lived there. It was a mom and two baby deer. And one of the baby deer had a really severe limp. 
and they were always together and it was really sweet and this is not a sad story like mm-hmm. the deer doesn't die or anything i mean okay good okay will eventually because of mortality <laughs> but every single day the mom deer and her two baby deer would come like right up to their fence line to eat the lichen off of some of the Aww. oak trees and it just always felt really like peaceful and serene mm-hmm. when that happened so i always have a Really huge soft spot for deer, even though my mom would call them all vermin because <laughs> they eat a lot of flowers and stuff. Tina, how dare you? <laughs> uh, another one of my favorites, and this is actually the... So this deck was a gift from my friend Noelle, but I had already pre-ordered the mass market when she sent oh. me this one because of the B card. Oh, yeah. The B I is I love cute. the B card. And obviously, it's hardworking. That's like pretty normal for B representation, but... I just think that the bee is so pretty mm-hmm. um, and bees are kind of an uh, important animal in my family also. Like my mom and sister and I have been talking about getting bee tattoos for like a decade. You need to do it. it. Well, we couldn't find really a bee that we liked, but I would almost go uh, with Just get that. I was like, just bee. go with that bee. That one's pretty. <laughs> exactly. So I love that one a lot. And then my last favorite was the peacock, which is inner beauty, compassion. And I just love it Mm -hmm. because peacocks are so ridiculous. They are. (laughs) I'm also very thankful. It doesn't mean like pride and ego. It's like, because that's what you kind of expect. So because it so easily could go that way. I mean, I guess the semi negative thing definition would be like out of balance. No, assimilation of anything. And when it's out of balance. Uh, well, no, when out of balance, can't digest situations. So it's kind oh. of like a graceful comfort level almost. Yeah. Like rather than a like self-confidence thing. Yeah. But they're all just so pretty. They are. I'm really enjoying like this is an Oracle deck. And I think because of the, the animal aspect of it, like I have been able to um, attach to it more easily. If it makes That's any awesome. sense. All yeah. right. Well, do you want to pull a card to represent your relationship with the deck? Not really, because I'm afraid <laughs> it'll say like, well, I hate you back. No, don't <laughs> let your brain go down that road. <laughs> it's Mercury retrograde. Anything can happen. <laughs> no good can come of thinking that your decks hate you. I had that with the Serpent Fire last week when I, or no, with the She-Wolf last week when I got it. I got the Three of Swords so much right off the bat. I was like, this deck hates me. But then after digging more, I was like, nope, this deck has some tough lessons for me to learn. It has some balls. That's what that deck yeah, has. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I drew Elephant and trying to find Elephant. I'm Fiery Ant, Hyena, Scorpion, Lizard, <laughs> Panther, Tarantula, Camel, Gazelle, Cheetah, Tiger, Cobra, Zebra, Lion, Elephant. There we go. <laughs> it was the last one. Elephant was the last one in the Earth signs. <laughs> I cannot, Holly. <laughs> I cannot. So read to me about the elephant. I'll just I'll read what the the keywords and then balance out of balance bring into balance. How oh that? yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. So the elephant is a air sign in this one, no. right? No. Are you sure? Are you sure? That's fire. That's fire. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, he, he, okay. This elephant even has like fire on its trunk. I cannot anymore. It's hard. <laughs> Elemental symbols can be tricky. It's sometimes. true. Okay. <laughs> Elephant, unstoppable, auspicious, wise. Oh, thank you. That's a very nice compliment. <laughs> I pre- I'm liking this deck already even more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> when in balance, one-pointed focus, generous and loving. Oh. When out of balance, misunderstands fate. Well, I mean, that's, hello, that's me. <laughs> I'm constantly misunderstanding my own fate. And bringing into balance is trust. I love it. Oh, I and, love that. Well, so, you were looking you? for yours. I got the vulture. 
Oh, I love the vulture. I love the vulture so much. And we saw vultures together when we were at the San Diego Zoo. Oh, we do. Oh, no, those were condors, but it's Well, and family. Yeah, exactly. The same family of bird. Um, So I got vulture, and vulture represents guardian and purifier and essential for rebalance. When in balance, clarifies, reveals wisdom. That... My punctuation skills are very low. It clarifies and reveals wisdom. When out of balance, <laughs> it's dramatic. Clarifies and reveals wisdom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me put the comma in there where needed. I know how to do punctuation. Um, okay, so when out of balance, it can be dramatic or aggressive. And to bring into balance, clean your space and sage. I really like that because I think that this is an area that I can feel out of balance in a lot mm-hmm. where like I am trying to just, well, and it kind of goes back to Caitlin's question. Sometimes when I'm trying to get clarification for myself, I can kind of like get too in my own head and not, and become a little bit dramatic. Yeah. So it's helpful to remember that like cleaning my space and getting back into balance is something that I should be looking at. I love it. Hmm, I do too. Next week, we're doing the wild unknown so we can get more solid Kim Kranz uh, artwork in. And I probably still won't buy it. The problem is that people really love it. And so my brain is always like, maybe you should just have it just to be safe. We're just going to warn you ahead of time. It's not going to be like a glowing review like some people may have, but that's okay because we all have different tastes and that's fine. You can, you can love the deck itself. So exactly. And I know that there are cards in there that I love. Yeah, it just hasn't spoken to me as a deck in and of itself. So yes, next week we will be talking about the wild unknown and that's our show. Thank you for listening. If you like us, please tell some friends about us and rate and review us on Apple podcasts. And if you have a tarot question or life question that'd be helped through tarot, email us at wildlytarotpodcast.gmail.com or message us on our Instagram at wildlytarotpodcast. You can also follow us on Instagram for pictures of the decks we're using or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. Also, feel free to follow each of us on Instagram. I am at Celestial Esther and Holly is at Holly Enchanted. Go forth and tarot wildly this week. Woo! Yes! (laughs) 